Hello. Can uh, people hear me okay there? Yeah, sorry. I know the, the lives have been uh, pretty late sometimes, but uh, things have been really busy. So, um, yeah, glad I can get on here a little earlier today. I'm back home, uh, in case you can see. Um, let me know if my audio's okay. I'm rigged up a new little setup here at my place. Um, so I'm back home. I didn't put up this uh, Canadian flag <laughs> painted on my wall just uh, just for this. Um, yeah, I have a very Canadian-themed apartment, um, Canadian red and white. So um, today we've got our guy, Peace Guy, uh, on here. So I'm going to bring him on here a second, let a few of you tune in. Uh, Peace Guy looks like he's ready to go here. This is a new piece of software I'm using continuing to evolve our setup here and figure this out. So um, hope you guys enjoyed uh, hearing from Tyler and Ashley last night. We're going to get them on more often. And uh, as they were telling you, he's got a new job and he's going to be hitting the road. So get some, we'll be getting some interviews from him on the road and uh, lots of great stuff in store from live from the shed. Actually just got out of a meeting where we were planning out this uh, live tour. So we're going to be hitting spots around Ontario uh, starting in April. And so keep your eyes out for that if you're in Ontario. And uh, who knows, maybe if that goes well, we you might see us other places in Canada too. But um, oh, we got a good crew in here now. So let's uh, bring Peace Guy on. Let's see if I can figure out this software. To do here, add to stream. You there, Peace Guy? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Doing good. Perfect. Peace. Hey, it's so good to see you, man. I haven't, uh, we never really got to connect after everything went down, eh? Yeah, just here and there, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't think I saw you in person after after we were both arrested and we called a couple times. No, but yeah. I, I was going to go to the biker church, but I ended up not going. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Do you want to uh I mean people have heard my story a few times. Do you, I'm I'm curious to hear how it all went for me. I never really heard from you there. So do you want to tell us how that day went for you? Uh sure. I uh that morning I woke up in the shed cuz I slept there that night. And uh when I stepped outside there was this lady and this man that said we just got here we just got here and we came to ask you if you needed anything and stuff like this and i said oh well i just got up i need a coffee <laughs> and they said okay we'll be right back and they went to get coffee and that was about 20 after eight in the morning mm -hmm. and then about 8 30 uh quarter to nine we seen this police line moving in and uh, we went up to the roof, me and you. And then uh, Brett from the New York times came up and he was taking pictures of this line moving towards us. And uh, it was, it was pretty heavy duty, you know, <laughs> like we were like looking army in the face, not just cops. Yeah. And, uh, 
and they were specifically coming for us. Like the army guys, they were focused on us. The cops were spread out and whatnot, taking care of the people and pushing them down. And we watched a couple people get beaten. Mm-hmm. And uh, I caught it on camera and stuff too. And I haven't reviewed all 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 my footage, but uh, do, do you remember these these cameras that I had on my head? Yeah, you managed to find them, eh? Because you'd oh. lost them for a bit. Well, actually, one of them is lost, but uh, it was just found yesterday, and it is being shipped to me now. Awesome. Uh, and uh, with the video intact and stuff, uh, if I can find somebody to do this for me, that would be great. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, uh, but uh, I tried. I, I Just looking at the videos and watching the happiness and stuff, it's just... It's overwhelming. It really is on my part uh, because there's a hundred hours. I, I do believe it's close to a hundred hours of video from my helmet camp. Wow. And, uh, and that's just people coming up and hugging me. Thousands of people uh, coming up and hugging me and, and taking pictures and whatnot. So yeah, it's, um, We've seen this line coming towards us, and uh, I had Brett up next to me, and then um, uh, Bubble Church of Bubbles, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kerr, Jim Kerr. Uh, he came up on top, and we knew that you were inside, and the cameras were on, and... Uh, and then I just turned to Brett and I said, man, no need for you to get arrested. And uh, at this point, the line was right up at the front of the truck and they were pulling the boards, our do not pass boards, off the front <laughs> of the truck. And so Brett went down and Jim went down and uh, uh, they just narrowly escaped. Narrowly. Uh, Jim's yeah, I watched video his footage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then it shows them arresting me. When they came up, I did one thing. I turned around, I put my hands behind my back, and I said, I'm in peace. I've broken no laws. Can I leave? And that was the first thing out of my mouth. And... Uh, they said, no, no, you're under arrest. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, he was contemplating, they had these uh, uh, plastic uh, handcuffs. And he said, do I have to carry you down or are you going to go down? And they said, oh, I, I'm, I'm a peaceful man. I'll, I'll go down in peace. So I put my hand up in peace and I climbed down. I climbed down, still holding my peace sign up, and actually Luke took. <laughs> there's a, some, a yeah, I seen those. Fantastic photos. There's two of them that are just, and it says "Hold the line" right beside me, the one that you posted. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time that one was posted, I think. And uh, the other one was from Luke, and uh, wow, 
just the feelings and stuff. I never broke a law. That's that's the way I feel. I uh, I was never served any court documents that saying or advising me of not being there. Uh, I was in peace protesting my government in front of parliament buildings. I never broke a law and I never resisted arrest. It's clearly on, on video. And, uh, and then I ended up standing next to you and CTV was live and a friend texted me the picture of me and you standing there <laughs> live on CTV, <laughs> which I can't find that video. Well, isn't it crazy how they were, they were coming after a bunch of our streamers and, you know, arresting guys like Zod and, and then I got arrested and, and, other, and others got harassed. And, but then CBC and CTV had a front row seat. They're all standing there with their big cameras and somehow they're allowed to be down there. But, uh, Actually, but they, else... they even had cameras on parliament Hill I yeah, have it on shoot. my other my other camera that's being shipped back to me. I recorded them walking all behind the cops and everything right on Parliament Hill with it gated off. So <laughs> they got special permission to get get onto Parliament Hill, and well, it was gated to be able to film the brutality, but they didn't show any of that. You know? Yeah, if you need more evidence that they're corrupt, uh, how they get special seats with the government <laughs> for, you, you, for you these You know things. what my evidence is? You see, this bag, this bag is filled with beautiful letters and and trinkets and whoops, I'm on the wrong side. Trinkets <laughs> and food and chocolates and beautiful letters from all over the country, all over the country. That's what my, uh, it, there was no reason for any of that brutality at all. We were there in peace. There was nobody there to disrupt you, Mr. Trudeau. We, we, all we wanted to do was be talked to and, and confronted, but you didn't do that. Yeah, at any point they could have walked up to us and said, you're under arrest and we would have walked away with them. Like, uh, we were we, by all of those of us who are left, like we talked about it in the, the last driver's meeting that, you know, like we probably will face arrest here. If anyone's not comfortable with that, they should leave. And, and a few guys took off, but most people stayed and, uh, all they had to do was ask and we would have walked away with them, but instead they, they chose to make a big scene of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, uh, not, not very Canadian whatsoever. I even got more trinkets like this beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, that's that wood cart. Yeah, yeah. You'd shown me that at the, um, yeah, the wood yeah, burning yeah. of the truck. Yeah. Did, did you ever see a special yeah. close to my heart? This one. This is from a supporter that had followed me right from the beginning. So. <laughs> Yeah. And then what, um, you know, we were standing there together a bit after our rest. And then what, what happened to you after that point? I never heard. Well, first of all, I kept asking him because I have dislocated shoulders and I wear a brace for that. There's a brace sitting right there. And I, I wasn't kidding when I told them my arms do not go back that way. And I never broke any laws. Can you please move the cups to the front? 
please, please. And I kept pleading with them. And my shoulders were getting really sore. Like I was moving back and forth. And uh, I got passed off to three different cops first. Then I ended up in the back of a cop car and uh, the two cops pulled me up on the screen and they seen that I've never done anything wrong. Uh, uh, I've been a victim of many crimes. Uh, they seen all of that and uh, they can see some of the horrendous things that have happened to me. And uh, they said, well, we're sorry that this happened to you. And they were acting human, you know. And uh, uh, because they could see into my life, they, they questioned a few of the things. And I have no secrets. I've never done anything wrong in my life, <laughs> you know. And uh, so they, um, they said, you know, we're going to recommend that you not get any charges. And I said, well, can you write that on that paper? And they said, yeah, okay. And they wrote something on the paper. And they were saying to my face that they're going to recommend no charges. But mm -hmm. then I get passed off to two more cops. And then I get put into a paddy wagon. And as I get into the paddy wagon, I see the man that came to give me coffee that had just arrived in Ottawa that morning. And him and his wife both got arrested for serving me coffee first thing in the morning. And I could barely look at I I could barely look at him. It was so difficult. It was so difficult. Ooh, that's a hard one. I feel you, brother. So, anyways, yeah. Um it was uh it was really very difficult. Then they drove forever and we ended up at some waterworks facility and uh uh, they tried to start peeling off my layers. And here's a really good question. It came up many times, you know, what are you wearing that keeps you so warm? And I kept saying it's between minus 30 and minus 50 gear. So I haven't re revealed this because I thought I'd save it for your show. And uh, <laughs> what, what exactly was I wearing? So first of all, I had Under Armour on. So, uh, black Under Armour, full outfit. Then after that, I have these, these uh, special pants that are fleece-lined and waterproof. And uh, on my top, I have, first of all, this shirt with the Constitution and the Rights and Freedoms Act. There you it. go. Okay. I put that back on for you today. <laughs> and, <laughs> Love it. And Love that it. was given to me. I, I, I'm rocking the trucker to shirt too. Yeah, that was given to me while I was there. Then I have this very thick fleece lined um, uh, hoodie. And this vest always stays on me. And it is wool lined, like thick wool. And then you get to my outfit. <laughs> this is good fashion television right here folks this is a uh, minus 25 minus 30 skidoo suit that was underneath my 
uh, bush gear. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. No wonder you stayed warm. I didn't realize you were wearing all that. Then we have the jacket, which is wool all inside. Very, very, very warm. Uh, and the hunting gear on top, uh, bush gear. So, uh, I estimate it was good for almost up to minus 50. There you go. Does it get that cold, uh, ever up where you are? Probably not quite. No, Saskatchewan, where I just moved from a year and a half ago, uh, was much colder than here. Yeah. I gotta say. But it's a dry cold. Here, it's a very damp, damp cold. Uh, I'll take you on the little walk outside just as soon as we're nearing the end here. Yeah, I'd love to. It looks like a really cool spot you got there. Proper uh, bushman you are. I love it. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty beautiful. Actually, I got to poke the fire real quick here. Go for it. Yeah, nothing like a real wood fire. So the, the viewers were wondering where, we're where in done. Saskatchewan you were. Uh, Saskatoon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I was in Saskatoon for thirteen or fourteen years. And now you're in northern Ontario. Now I'm, uh, yeah, near Griffith, Ontario. So it's a beautiful spot. We have part of the mountain and then uh behind that is uh crown land uh for oh, nice. a long ways <laughs> and uh we have a little island out front too on the river so wow it's a pretty wide river eh? like you can boat down it or what oh yeah oh yeah there's we're up near the the top of the river so the uh the river is 110 kilometers long i do believe the Madawaska. And uh, we're up near the top, near where the the rapids start, so boats can't go past there, but they do go right up to it. Yeah. Uh, so we get a lot less boat traffic than the middle of the river or whatever, you know. Can you drive there, or do you got to take a four wheeler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, can, uh, you, can, you can. You can drive right up. There's a road. There's a road right here, uh, but our power goes off quite frequently so uh we uh <laughs> we have we have backups and whatnot and i can live off of wood heat <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so how how we yeah, were no. living on is that how we were living on wellington uh what, what didn't really throw you for a loop <laughs> uh no actually it was a harsher climate than the bush i really believe that because those nights that i spent outside Oh, that was hard. I couldn't build a fire. Couldn't, you know, do do what I would do to survive. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to uh, in the footwear. My boots were not exactly the ones I would have chosen. <laughs> I was the exact same. I had these like shoes basically that I was always freezing cold. And I only had the one yeah. pair. 
<laughs> that was uh, that was the one thing bugging me when I stood there was my feet would get uh, frozen a lot quicker. Uh, but I did get frostbite on my thumb. I have no more feeling in the thumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you you haven't told many people about that. How you slept outside for was it six nights? Yeah, about six nights, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Was, You're a legend, uh, brother. Uh, there's some footage of me getting there on the 26th, where there when there was nobody there. I have some footage of that, and uh, uh, maybe I can give live from the shed some of this footage. And, yeah, we'll uh, get it out there for you. Yeah, and um, then. Like every day after a few hours of footage every day, and you can just see the progression of the whole thing. And and there was in the first couple days, I even caught some of these bad actors uh, in the in the masks and the the anonymous uh, masks and stuff like this, all jumping around in front of the uh, Lloyd's truck. And I was like. Nah, that's really bad press. That's just not what we're about. So I went over and I started standing instead of on Parliament Hill in front of the trucks. And uh, it just uh, kind of captivated a couple people, I guess. Uh, there was one guy on YouTube and I still can't find him, but I know a friend said they watched it. He... He timed me for 43 minutes without a movement. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, you, he videoed. You were like a he statue. This. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, some of those times it was very painful and, and, and stuff like that. But just to watch the people's happy faces, it was my pleasure, really. Just to show oh. that we're there in peace. Oh yeah, you were an you were an icon of, of of peaceful civil disobedience. Like that's literally all you did was was you stood there and and you held the peace sign. I mean, there, I don't know what they could possibly give you. Like, I mean, I spoke on camera before. I was helping uh, deliver some fuel and I, I helped bring stuff to drivers. And you know, so yeah. sure, if you're calling us criminals, but like you know, you took that role of like you're a symbol for peace and you're gonna you're gonna stand on guard for for hours and uh and you took that upon yourself and you did it marvelously and it, it it was shocking to me that they treated you the way they that they did it's awful and i told you i would be there till the end many times yeah I believe uh, there was actually even plans there was plans of uh we had a set of chains ready so that if we seen them coming i was going to chain myself to the front bumpers so they couldn't take the the thing off and give somebody the key so they'd have to cut me out of there. But we didn't have the time for that. It was so early in the morning when they came. So yeah. uh, there was something I was just going to say. Uh, Thanks, Cameron there. Appreciate it. Yeah, I never get to see any of these chats. Oh, the comments <laughs> don't come up for you? Yeah. Okay, no, well, if they, people ask they, things direct to you, I'll, I'll pass them along. Is there any questions? Well, the uh, I got called out for uh, calling uh, where you are, uh, Northern Ontario. That that's a flaw of us down south. Is everything past Barrie is Northern Ontario to us? So, yeah, you're more you're well, more central, uh, central, central Ontario. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. but uh, I know we kind of a, we live in a bubble down of, here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a there's in in our area. I think there's only 500 houses. So, oh, so how I mean, close are your nearest the, neighbors? Someone a, was asking that. It, it's a large area. Uh, we have one neighbor uh, right next door to us, and then the nearest neighbors another kilometer each way, and uh, <laughs> they're. Uh, I, I don't know. People pretty much stick stick to themselves unless we need something or you know come to get in the winter. It's uh, every man hibernates. <laughs> mm. We just All hibernate right. up here. American Patriot uh, wants to hear the rest of the paddy wagon story. I got a few people asking. So you're so you're loaded into the paddy wagon. Then then what happened to you? Oh well, loaded into the paddy wagon and the and the the ride was long so these guys were all talking and I, there's two cameras inside that paddy wagon so i didn't r r really want to say anything uh mm. too much but i i apologized to this guy probably a couple times <laughs> and he was like no no it's got nothing to do with it uh, don't worry we came we came because we came to support and if they're going to arrest us for the first day that we're here whatever so anyways and then they um, not did they go ahead no go ahead oh i was just gonna say where did they take you to somewhere to process you then or when did you finally get charged yeah, uh, they took us to this waterworks facility that was set up with, you walk in one door, you go to one desk, and I said to the cop, I said, there's there's recommendations that you drop charges, that, that you do not charge me. Oh, well, I don't see that anywhere. And he was really, really rude. And I was like, come on, man, they, they just told me that in the vehicle, and they wrote it on the paper. I mean... Nope, nope, there's nothing here. That's we're you're charged, blah blah blah, with this and that. Uh, then you moved off into a corridor into another room, and uh, there was another desk with five or six cops and lawyers and the, for them and stuff, and somebody directing them. One lady was kind of directing them all and, and telling her how to do fingerprints and. Like this woman that took my fingerprints has never taken a fingerprint in her life. <laughs> Straight okay. out of the academy or something. Absolutely. Like the woman, the 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 older lady, she had to keep telling her how to do it. And I've had my fingerprints taken many, many times because I've worked in government facilities. So uh, I've had to renew my stuff yearly sometimes, you know. So I knew how to do it. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I, I have no problem. <laughs> you taught her how to use the machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it was it was really weird. They they all looked like they were fresh out of freaking high school, let alone an academy. And uh, except for a few seniors that were very very rude, hmm. they uh, they tried to start stripping me down, and they couldn't get. Once they got past the skidoo <laughs> tube, they were, you've still got three more layers. And I was like, yeah, they, yeah. They gave up. 
they were reaching inside and trying to, to feel what's in my sweaters. And, and when they emptied my pockets, they used three, um, I kept them, uh, three, uh, evidence bag things, evidence bags. They filled three evidence bags and he was like, Holy crap. And then he reached into my pockets and he pulls out cigarette butts. And he was like, <laughs> and I said, well, I wouldn't throw a cigarette butt in the bush. Why would I do it here? And I never do. I, I, I smoke, but I never, ever, you'll never see anything on the ground from me. I, I field strip my cigarettes every time. And that means just knocking the heater off and stepping on it. And I put them in my pocket and I throw them in the garbage when I can. So, and I said to him, I said, I am that legal. Okay? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even cross the street when the, when the hand isn't showing, you know? <laughs> like, so. Yeah, that's got to, yeah. that's got to hit him. Like he's, he's charging some guy who, who keeps his cigarette butts in his pocket. <laughs> I hope uh, mm-hmm. I hope that sent a message. It poured some hot coals on your enemy's head there, perhaps. But, yeah, I'm just that's a regular guy. I'm just a regular guy that got really peeved off because of things that have happened since the beginning of this COVID craziness. And uh, you know, when it starts to affect, you know, I have a YouTube channel that was built years ago and they're very bad videos but they're <laughs> if you if you listen to me you'll see that these agencies that are meant to protect us and stuff like this they're all corrupt you can see the saskatoon police ignoring things never charging this guy that i have video of threatening my life and stuff like this i th- it's on my youtube channel and yeah, you'll uh, uh, have to send me that. I can pin it to the comments later. Or what? Yeah, what is the channel? And, and, uh, like I said, they're they're crappy videos, but uh, <laughs> You're I, I'm not a uh, uh, public a, a very good public speaker anymore. I I used to be. I used to teach and things, but I I can't do it anymore. So I everyone's uh, begging for your YouTube channel, Dana. Are, are you going to give it, or you want to keep it private? I I think it's let me turn on my laptop here. I'll see. But uh what it shows and, and I've filed uh complaints with Ombudsman and uh uh the PIDC, that's the public information uh disclosure commissioner, and uh they they are uh, all corrupt. They're all corrupt. You know, and, and I've caught it many times. And, uh, oh, first, I need to copy this. I'm looking for my all YouTube corrupt. page. They're all corrupt. Uh-oh. You know, I, and I've caught it many times. <laughs> You're looping I everything. Pulled up, I pulled up your page by accident there. Yeah, yeah, no uh, worries. <laughs> Okay, my YouTube. Yeah, people uh, are very keen to uh, see it. And people are still arguing about the definition of Southern Ontario. I am very sorry that I did not uh, label his town correctly. <laughs> Forgive me. 
Um, my channel. Here it is. Okay, I'll send it to you right now. You texting it to me or what? Uh, can I Facebook Messenger you? Yeah, sure. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, or Signal or whatever you want to use. Uh, well, okay. Signal's on that camera. So, oh, I see. Uh, I'm not yeah, use... throw it on Messenger. Yeah. Uh, David. We can, we can do it later, too. I'll put it in the comments and tag it so or pin it so people can grab that. So don't worry about it right now. I'll grab it from you. Uh, Unless you have any. So then, um, so they print, they take your fingerprints and everything and um, give you a bit of a hassle, attempt to strip off your 27 layers. And then uh, what did they finally do to you? Uh, and then they, they, they put me through this fingerprinting and charging room and then back to the evidence room. And then, you know, it was freaking cold that day. And uh, sure. they put me outside, and a gate closed behind me. And they said, "Do not go to your right. You're in the red zone then, and you can be charged. Go to your left." And that was it. And I walk out, and the wind is blowing, and I'm by myself, and I don't even know where I am. So I turn around and I go back to the gate, and I was like, "Open the gate!" And the guy's in the car going, "No," you know, <laughs> I got like, "Open the gate." come here so he gets his jacket on and he gets out of his comfy car and he walks over and i said what's the address here and i wish i could tell you what it was but uh i don't remember anyway like it wasn't a police uh, station right you said it was just some no no building. it was a water it was a water facility in the west end of ottawa so, so i I called a taxi and uh, gave them the address and uh, they pulled up and they pulled past me and they pulled up to that gate and the police said, get away from here. You can't stop here. And he was like, whoa, I'm, I'm supposed to pick somebody up. Doesn't matter. Get away from here. <laughs> so he pulls around, but I seen him. So I ran across the street and he pulls up and I said, for Dana Lee. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And uh, so I went to a friend's very quickly and uh, dropped some of my gear off and then uh, went to another place. And then uh, the Did next you ever make day, it to the biker church there? No. The next day, yeah. I, uh, didn't have, I didn't have a place to stay, but the um, adopted truckers got in contact with me and they put me up at a hotel with them wow. with some of the organizers and I met some familiar faces and it was like oh hey, big hugs you know <laughs> and it was beautiful it was really beautiful and then I stayed at I'm not going to give the name of the hotel or anything because that lady yeah. was super super good and uh, she helped she helped anyways yeah. So because no, when when I last I connected with you, um, yeah, because I mean we were both really shook up. I could tell you were like 
messed and I, I my head was all over the place. It was a very weird experience. It's just never experienced yeah. anything like that. And it I, was so. And then uh, yeah, to, we were going to meet up at the biker church, but then um, you ended up over at a friend's there. Because for those of you who hadn't heard the story before, I was dropped off too in the middle of a parking lot, and then these lovely people from this place called the biker church came and picked me up. They were just looking for people who'd been arrested and brought me back, gave me food and like someone to talk to, coffee. Yeah, it's just, and like, I'm glad you got taken care of by Dr. Trucker there too. Just so many organizations taking care of each other was great. Yeah, yeah, there there was a lot. Uh, the lawyer situation was a little bit different. It, it was different than what we were told, you know, like uh, if you're an active supporter or trucker or whatever we're going to help you and stuff like that well that's that wasn't necessarily true but uh i did no no one was prepared for that yeah for that kind of uh brutality and 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 yeah so um i ended up with a super good lawyer and uh i i never broke a law so I should be okay. Okay. You get, did he give you a good rate or is he helping you there a bit? But they, the, the lawyers later on, they're going to try to raise uh, money that it does take to fight this battle. Uh, just that they don't have it ready right now. And people are skeptical of uh, donating online now because, yeah, understandable. Uh, because of these, these threats that our government is, are, are making. But, every canadian has the right to legal uh counsel so they're putting together a legal page that has nothing to do with uh protests but to cover the costs of people legally so uh please when that comes out uh donate because uh i really can't afford these uh to prove my innocence you know like i <laughs> it's it's a lot of money and uh lawyers they they need to get paid too just like everybody else i i totally understand that and they're even lowering their prices and stuff like that so yeah there is some 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 help there but it's thousands of dollars and i i can't yeah even a reduced lawyer rate is is not cheap yeah when i do find out when they do make up this uh this page that they're creating right now it's 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 created they're just waiting on the uh there's there's moneris and stuff to deal with so anyways um when they get that i'll i'll post that on my facebook and maybe people will help out with some of my legal costs yeah i don't get any money so you know um, i'll uh i did this for Tyler the other night too. You can put a if you um, here we go. If you it's each, hold on. I'll just put no, our um, my uh, YouTube three. page is is called Dana Lee, D A N A hyphen L E E. There we go. And I have nine subscribers. Uh, but you know, I did an interview. Nine with Red subscribers, eh? 
I did a, an interview with Red Prince, and I showed him that on my Google Maps uh, profile, I have 5.3 million views. So people so, trying to find you. Yeah, it's well, it's called Dana Lee, the Canadian Traveler. Dana Lee Melfi, the Canadian Traveler on Google Maps. Because I've traveled all over this country. Uh, one year, or for, no, two years, I even, we bought a limousine and we traveled from end to end of Canada. What are you trying to post? Okay, I think I, I think I did that right. I'm just pinning the, um, I know you're, you need some help there. So I just, I pinned our live from the shed, uh, e-transfer address and um yeah we were doing this for tyler too so if you want to contribute um direct then if you e-transfer to live from the shed 2022 and put peace guy in the comments and then uh, i can e-transfer that right over to him so um yeah if you want oh, to contribute that's in that super way. nice of you dave <laughs> oh i know people want to help so it's, i'll put i'll put the option out there and if they want to help you and and yeah like um we're going to stay in touch obviously. And like, there are, there's people from. I'm convoy. excited about those plans. I wish we could yeah, tell more we're... right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was just going to say that there's people who've reached out to help pay for some of the truckers impound fees and people have reached out to pay for repairs. And like, we're kind of collating some of those supporters together. And so I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite hopeful that when it all comes around that you'll be able to submit that receipt somewhere and, and get some help people are asking about um why we can't access the money um that um yeah the money is still locked up in the u.s so anytime they try to send it here it uh, it doesn't make it here so that's why we can't access any of the um why we can't access any of the money that's in the u.s yeah they give send go yeah. stuff so the money, the money's all there. Uh, it's gives and goes like prepared to hold on to it for us, but but um, we can't, but we can't, but we can't uh, use it. Did my oh there? I gotta go on here to pin it. Now it's pinned. As you know, guys, I'm still learning how this all works, so that should be pinned now. But um, there we go. Got it in the comments there now. Um, yeah, I can't uh, message you in yeah, Messenger you, because you uh, can't we're, we're not friends. Oh, we don't have each other on Facebook. But uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I, I am quite hopeful that, uh, like, yeah, we'll, we'll try to get you some cash to keep you going there. But uh, I think when it's all said and done, we should be able to get you support for. The lawyers because yeah it, it sucks because you feel like for such a ridiculous charge you should be able to walk in and just say it's ridiculous but i mean we've all watched those making a murderer and all these other ones and it's crazy with what a like how much you need a good lawyer like even when you're uh innocent so the uh yeah definitely you don't want to underestimate the importance of getting a good lawyer so i think it's worth investing in that and then we can get some people to to help down the road so Definitely. There's no shortage of people want to help. It's just trying to get the money to the people who need it and and not getting bank accounts shut down in the process. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, 
I, I can't. I, I honestly can't believe that this is allowed in Canada. It just uh, doesn't does not make sense to me at all. It's, oh, uh, people want you to uh, check your fireplace too. They're worried. It, is it okay still? Oh no! Actually, I got to put some wood on here. <laughs> uh, they noticed it wasn't glowing too bright anymore. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Thank you, people. Hey, I see Teresa's in there. Teresa, if you post that link, I will uh, pin it for you. Um, or if someone posts, yeah, I'm on, I can pin here now. If someone posts the link that he said, if someone who has found it, I will pin it. Anyone there while he's doing the fire? Yeah. I should uh, take you on a little tour outside. Yeah, give me a second here. I'm going to try to pin your YouTube because uh, people want to find you. <laughs> oh, look at that. Somebody just mentioned Viva Phrase interviewing Give, Send, Go tonight at 7 p.m. So, guys, check that out. Hey, Viva, I sent you a message, but I got an auto return that says you're too busy. Oh, that wasn't Viva who posted it. It's just uh, someone was letting people no. know. No, I'm, I'm I'm saying that now just in case he watches this video. Viva, oh, I sent you way. a message. <laughs> on, on where? <laughs> yeah, I can't on, imagine. On YouTube. Yeah, I can't or imagine how many email. messages he must get. No one no one can seem to find it. Anyway, I'll deal with that later. Um, I'll, I'll text Dana and we'll dig around and I'll, I'll find that, uh, uh, that YouTube. So you're going to take oh, us on a tour? I also... I also want to show you this beautiful hat, Revan Kevin, on the last day, the last morning that we were about to get arrested, he gave me his Peterbilt, Peterbilt, beautiful hat. Uh, oh, wow. That's a, that's a keepsake. In, instead of mine. This is mine, but this is from Revan Kevin, and... Uh, uh, I appreciate it so much, buddy. I absolutely love it. You could it. probably you could probably sell that to cover your lawyer fees. <laughs> this this one matches my jacket, so and, uh, and this is my hometown. Oh, I got to unplug you. Oh, there we go. Um, just people are asking about your uh, arrest there. I, I don't want to make you go through that all again. If you guys, after this live, you can watch the start and, and he tells his story there. So we won't make him go through all that again, but um, yeah, at the end, uh, you can start it over and he tells the story. What do you got there? That's where, that's where I'm at. Griffith, Ontario. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, okay. Is this like a one room shack or what, what's all I can't really this visualize where Yes, uh, I have one bedroom over here, uh, over over there, and this is just one room. Nice. Okay, that's that's my home. We should call you live from and the then shed. There's, there's a there's a porch out here. It's not much to look at. It's uh, in the summer. It's nice, chill place, you know. Yeah. Okay, outside my door.
Still lots of snow up there, eh? It's pretty much almost melted where I am. Yeah. That's a, a road that goes up the mountain to where I want to build the house is up there. How much land did you say you had here? Uh, 5.5 acres plus the island. Great. There's my canoe over there. I canoe probably about 700 kilometers a year. Oh, I see I broke the... It got too heavy with snow. <laughs> oh. So I'll do they show plow you my cabin. Up to, do they plow up to your place? No. Uh, I had a very kind neighbor. When I got back, it was like literally uh, three feet high here. And the neighbor came with his tractor and did it for me. There you go. Yeah, because you said you have one neighbor close by. Some people were asking again, but and then the rest are further yeah, that away. Was, that's the one neighbor. He came and oh. he plowed my. He plowed a little bit, anyways. I still have to climb. Yeah. I still have to climb up and over. I have a hard time shoveling. So, how did you get home? I don't do it that much. But actually, you... this wonderful supporter that went out to um, feed people and stuff like that all during this thing. Very quiet guy. Nobody really knows who he is. His name is uh, Dave. I met him at a friend's place. I'd, I'm going to try to go over to the island here. Hopefully I don't lose connection. <laughs> The You're on like a satellite. Oh, look at this! <laughs> my leg is, I'm done. Oh, got a lot of tracks from some animals here. Yeah, I have satellite, but I have the best router that one can buy. I'm gonna try to put and you on it, full it goes screen here. Far. <laughs> Um, oh, that's not the right one. So now I'm on the island, and there's a little walk there over we here. Go. And we yeah, have this is quite the satellite router. But it's under the snow. What's that? Uh, it's a link for. It's a Lexus road. But it's got four uh, antennas on it. Yeah. I think we're losing it soon here, though. You might be getting at the edge. Oh, might have lost him there. What a, what a spot he's got, eh? That's... Uh, Let's we'll see if we can get them back. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful area there. Oh, you're back. And there's a mountain. Do you see me? Yeah, you're back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you're right at the edge of your signal, Broly. Wow, that's so that's the river. 
Yeah. That's the That's river beautiful. there. Yeah, I'm right at the edge of the signal. Oh, yeah, that must be magnificent in the summertime. Yeah, not a bad place to uh, hang out, eh? Could get used to that. I, uh, I know we're losing him again. We'll wait till he's back in signal. Yeah, so he's on a satellite connection, so <laughs> definitely on the edge of his Wi-Fi reach there. Let's see if we get him back here. I am definitely going to go up, have to visit that spot. And we can get some of the Wellington crew up there for a camping weekend. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll get him to uh, film a tour in higher quality and then uh, pass it to me and get it uploaded. Yeah, there's um, for these of you guys not in Ontario, there, if you ever get a chance, beautiful part of the country. Um, yeah, once you get kind of north of Barrie and up into that part of the world, and I mean, the Muskokas are beautiful, but uh, unless you got millions of dollars, and that's not going to work, but you get past there and get into some. Uh, some pretty rough and just beautiful countryside. If uh, he mentioned he is on the edge of crown land for the American viewers, crown land is basically what we call unused public land. Um, that's owned by the queen technically. And uh, anyone is allowed to uh, camp on it and uh, et cetera, hang out on it. Let's see if I can get him back here. And I thought we might lose him there. Uh, going to remove him here and invite him again. First time ever using this app, but seems to be working okay. Uh, maybe you can take a couple questions here while I try to get him back. Yeah, it did stop on a great show. We were just seeing the river there. That's too bad. Yeah, when I uh, when I first uh, met Dana, I thought um, I just assumed he he was a homeless man, and there was a handful of homeless people around, and he was sleeping on the sidewalk under a tarp, and people were like dropping him off food and and coffee, and uh, and he just had nowhere to well, which he did have nowhere to go because his home's not there, but uh, as you can see, he's got a beautiful spot there, um, and uh, it was my friend Jay, the shed driver, who uh, hooked him up. He bunked with me for a bit, and then, uh, yeah, we managed to get him a spot. Oh, look, he's looks like he's coming back here. But uh, just just the sweetest man, and um, never asked for anything from anyone. Never caused a problem. We're gonna get him back here. Oh, did someone find his YouTube channel there? Dana-Lee, someone says. D-A-N-A-Lee. So same as his username on here. Someone says they found it. So guys, go flood his uh, his subs there. I think what he said he had four or something. So next time I hang out with him, I'll have to teach him how to 
do this because you know i've known i do it for two weeks so i'm one to teach um yeah that doesn't seem to be working um somebody i think there had been some questions before um oh yeah someone asked about my maple leaf no that was that was there since i moved into this place about five years ago i uh, i've always liked red and um and then i decided to go for kind of a maple red and i got a friend of mine we used an overhead projector and we stenciled this maple leaf on the wall and uh yeah just did it as a cool accent um i did have a flag hanging over on the other wall but uh that got lost in ottawa so i'll have to get a new one for the other wall but no that's not for show for this uh yeah i've always been a bit of a patriotic person are there any convoys this weekend? Um, yeah, there's one around here. So some people are asking. I'm in Waterloo County area around Kitchener, Waterloo, Tri-Cities area. And there is a convoy happening starting in the Listowel area. Um, if you hunt around, there's a Facebook group uh, for them. Actually, I can look up the time if you happen to be in that part of the country. Saturday, March 5th, that's tomorrow. Meet up at the Listowel Walmart parking lot at 11.30. Convoy heads out at 12. Uh, so the Listowel Walmart parking lot tomorrow at 11.30. Uh, Listowel Walmart parking lot 11.30. You can meet up. Convoy leaves at 12. So you can join in that. There is also a uh, march in Ottawa. So I'm actually hoping to get out of here soon. Drive up to Ottawa tonight. And I'll try to get you some footage of that tomorrow. Uh, expecting thousands of people, and we're going to march on uh, Parliament Hill. No trucks this time, just a, just a peaceful assembly. And um, uh, see how many people we can get out. And um, look forward to, well, don't look forward to the drive, but look forward to seeing the crowd again. And I hope the police don't give us any trouble. I don't see how they could. Just people out for a walk who happen to be holding flags. Don't think that's illegal unless you're into the emergency orders thing. Dana seems to be having difficulties with his Wi-Fi. Can we get him back? Where are you, buddy? Okay. I think I need to Actually, I don't know. maybe I can just do this for him since he's uh... see if I get an answer on signal here. We'll just put him up a uh, old-fashioned way. Um, 
You there, buddy? He's really having troubles. <laughs> um, he'll be alive. Don't worry. Tough guy. And uh, yeah, and just another shout out there for Viva Frey. He's going uh, going live with Give, Send, Go to, uh, well, that one says 6 o'clock. Someone else said 7. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, just a reminder there, check out Dana Lee's channel, Dana-Lee. Um, yeah, if someone posts the actual link, if they found it, then um, then I can uh, pin that. Yes, the joys of live streaming. Hey, we were doing pretty good for a guy who's uh, living in a shack and myself, who this is the first ever way. Here we go. Are you back? Yeah. Oh, just the video not working. Oh, there he is. <laughs> we can we can make this work. Yeah, it keeps it's trying in the background, but uh, just the wheel is spinning. I closed the program and reopened it, but you know technology. Yeah, hey brother, for a woodsman, you're doing pretty good. Like uh, this is as uh, genuine as it gets. So, um, yeah, yeah, I love your. Um, Love your spot out there, man. It's a great, uh, great thing you got going. I was thinking we, we'll have to get some of the Wellington crew uh, do a little camping fishing weekend or something. Would be fun. Do you get much fish up there? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, a ton more fish than I can keep. Actually, I uh, go over your I limit all the time. I use them for um, uh, putting under my garden. <laughs> Yeah, the extra extra fish I can't eat that I can't. I just use it for garden food. <laughs> you just take the extras and toss them on. You're 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 retired, right? Or people were asking what you do for work. What? You're retired, right? People were asking what you do. I officially, right now, still work for Sastel oh, okay. in Saskatchewan. It's a long story. <laughs> Uh, my government has been fighting me instead of helping me with my health. And that's all I'm going to say, because now it's in a civil suit. Ah, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> anyway, you're uh, you're enjoying a break for a while. I, I am still a government employee. Oh, there we go. Someone found your channel piece, man. <laughs> I will... Uh... <laughs> Now, I'm a little embarrassed about those videos, but if you listen to what I'm saying, it, 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 it's, it's all correct. I should maybe verify that this is... And, and it, 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 shows, it shows that I've been fighting for uh, things like this for a long time because I see, I've seen the degradation uh, of our systems that are supposed to protect people. And uh, it, it really makes me sick, the corruption and the non-transparency that is happening in every one of them. All right, so you're, you're saying you were speaking against this uh, a while ago already? 
Oh, yeah. Some of those videos are from 2018, I do believe. Uh, so, and I was going through a hard time at the time, and I had a, this this crazy neighbor. So, but the police did absolutely nothing, and uh, it's all in the video. And uh, the the Saskatoon police is uh, is a disgrace, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. And so is the city of Saskatoon. But uh, and Mayor Watson, he's a disgrace to Ottawa. He thinks that this movement was about himself and his city, but it's not. It's about the people of the world, and there has been lines crossed. And we are bringing to attention in Canada peacefully that the lines have been crossed, and we're not gonna we're not gonna stand for this anymore. This segregation that they are doing to people. Yeah, the 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 words that I mean, both the. The mayor and the police chief, just downright disturbing the things he was saying. I mean, we're, me and Jay were talking about that yesterday of the, um, I'll, we're going to hunt you down. You know, these, this really just aggressive, I, I just, disturbing language. I, was just, I, just, I just wrote about that today on my Facebook and posted that. Uh, and also, if you look at Mayor Watson's LinkedIn, uh, you will see that the only influencer that he has listed is Bill Gates. So what I wrote on my Facebook was very interesting on, on just about Mayor Watson. Yeah, it's just... Um... <laughs> anyway, they, they don't seem to want to quit, so... Um... The, uh, the fight's not over yet, that's no. for sure. But that's, you know, that, that's the thing is, Dave, this was only the first part in, in a long, drawn-out process. First, the people have to rise up and show their voice and show their support. If there's no support, this would have never happened. It's because of you people watching and helping and some showing up and stuff like that that this can even keep going on. But this is the, the first step. What we did was we exposed them. It is not a failure at all. Actually, we, we exposed them so bad that now the major cover-ups had to be pulled out and distraction techniques on what is being exposed. So you have to keep that in mind, people. Don't give up. This is not over. It is worldwide. And we have exposed them for the criminals that they are. This this was absolutely not necessary in Canada, the way that they handled it. You can go and rob a bank and take somebody prisoner, and you're going to get uh, communication, okay? You're going to get communication. Our Prime Minister did not even try to communicate once. Instantly... He used the bad actors to come up with uh, a Nazi uh, language uh, associated with us. And, and that was just a bad leader. That's it. 
Yeah, it was it was really disturbing that he was he'd rather send in the troops against his own people, you know, march them down and, and beat people and arrest people than uh, than simply be willing to at least try to have a conversation. You know, maybe maybe the conversation doesn't go anywhere. Maybe compromise is impossible. But how do you even know if you never try, right? Which he never did, and no no politician did. It was it was brutal. Uh, I mean, Ford's behavior was obnoxious too. Um, yeah, it, it will be remembered in in uh, come election time. So Ford Ford's trying to change his tune now. But. It won't also just be remembered. It's going to be used against them. Uh, yeah. This this is all evidence. Just like they gathered evidence on us and charged us with stuff. Uh, there's no statute of limitations when you're talking about this type of, uh, of, of tyranny in a country. And, uh, that's exactly what it is, is it's tyranny and, uh, it's influenced by non-elected members outside of our country. And, and it's even shown right on the mayor's page that it is, uh, you know, and, uh, the whole thing that's going to get them is there is their symbolism is their love for each other but not for everybody else not for every canadian they don't they don't obviously to me they don't care about canadians they care about an agenda that they are trying to fulfill and uh, this division when i can't go see live music anymore because i have a i haven't taken a medical procedure there's something really really wrong right when musicians are not sing singing about the times anymore not even coming up with uh with with songs about the current times about peace and love there's something really really wrong when musicians are protecting the segregation you, you guys have the loudest voices. People follow stuff like that. And I, I'm sad to say Canadian musicians have really not helped this this thing along. Not very many of them. There are a couple fabulous Yeah, ones. someone yes. mentions Eric Clapton. There, there, there's a couple fabulous ones, but... I'll tell you, I know, I, I may lose friends over this because over 300 of my Facebook friends are musicians. Mm. But I, I've been telling them straight out uh, that I'm, I'm very unhappy with them in this respect. Yeah. Well, it's it, but it's also uh, worth... Everybody, uh... should, everybody should be standing up for your country and your people. You shouldn't be uh, propagating this segregation. It's uh, it's also worth celebrating, though, that there have been, you know, just like our mainstream media ignored all of this and, and told a false narrative, it, it, it gave a place, you know, it's why still, you know, at the end of the day, I, I have hope, you know, for our, our free markets, our theoretically free market society, because then the YouTubers and, and the independent journalists, they really stepped up and, and people caught on to the lies and, and started reaching for these other platforms that... I had no idea when we got started the hunger for for this information. Like me and you, we were just in the middle of it, and like it was so beautiful and so obvious. And like, how would anyone tell a different story than the the truth here? 
And uh, I had I had no idea until I started flipping on the news a couple times at a hotel that I was like, what? This is what they're telling people about this? This incredible, beautiful I, I thing? Remember, I remember me and you flipping on the news, and we hadn't watched news in a couple Yeah, when we were bunk mates, yeah. <laughs> and, and we were just flabbergasted at what was happening. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. And so some, some music, like... Um, there's, you know, it, it was interesting hearing these songs I'd never heard before all of a sudden really take off this kind of freedom themed music. And there's almost like a little sub genre of like freedom music that's starting to take off. So it, it is good to see that there are, you know, artists willing to fill that void and uh, take a stand, even yeah. if some of the mainstream ones are not. So that's encouraging. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how many people, uh, want to see us tour the country yeah and and do it for a reason there's there's actually a couple really good reasons to do it to visit personally to every town in canada if we have to uh but there's a very good reason to do that and that is to solidify the unity and to show the unity with literal signatures not online signatures, none of that. I would gladly carry a book that shows that we're done. We, we know that you've crossed the line and, and somebody will write this up for us that will, you'll want to put your signature on it. What do you think about that, Dave? Yeah, yeah, I know um, there has been, you know, because we've thrown out the idea of taking some of the frontline boys on tour and such and that's definitely needs to be a piece of it. And I, I know that was, I had one meeting that was on the table of, of making sure that, you know, there was someone who knew the law and, and how to do a proper petition and such. So it, uh, yeah, it, it, it's so hard. Cause yeah, these things can feel useless, but if it's just one thing, then, you know, maybe, maybe that on its own would be useless. But when millions of you Canadians are, are all sending the same message, whether it's petitions or phone calls, or going to a rally, waving a flag, you know, you know, it adds up. I get a lot. I get a lot of messages that, well, you should leave this to our elective process and stuff like this. Well, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that voted, and uh, even the people that voted for the current government are very, very unhappy. But our elective process doesn't quite display it. Uh, uh fairly or truthfully so like mr trudeau never won the popular vote he actually lost the popular vote okay it's just his locations that won the pop uh, that won this election nobody ever voted for him at all not one canadian voted for him he is picked in a party you vote for your current person for your area. That's who you're voting for. You're voting for the party. You're not voting for that one person. So you have to remember that uh, if we can go around and see every one of you personally, if I have to do that, I will do that and uh, get a signature from you personally and we'll turn in 20 million signatures. 
that this is crossing the line. The segregation has to stop. We have to get back to a civilized world again. This is not civilized. What I've seen in Ottawa was not civilized. It was not warranted. Yeah, and I mean, I hope if not that it's it's woken up Canadians to the importance of politics and, and people all over the world because your vote does matter. And, uh, you know, people say, you know, they're, they're all the same and such. And, and I get that sentiment to some degree, but uh, they're at the very least, you can weigh and find, you know, the lesser of, of, of two or three evils, as it were. And, um, you know, your, your, vo- your vote does matter and your voice does matter. And it's why we have the right to free protest in to, to peaceful protest in a democracy. It is part of the democratic process. You know, these people arguing yeah. that oh, shouldn't wait for the ballot box. Well, there's a reason that this is legal, and it's because it's part of that process and part of the people holding the government accountable. What's really upsetting is that uh, the people that did not vote for this current uh, government. Uh, voted for the opposition. And the opposition in this country did nothing to stop the COVID craziness rules. Okay? They did absolutely nothing. None of them did. No, they joined right in. Uh, uh, they, there was partisan stuff the entire time. Nobody tried to work together. And all of these rules that we're now facing today have all been done by proxy under an emergency order. So uh, we have to fix. Yesterday I was asked, well, what would Peace Man do if a pandemic happened? Like, what would you do differently? Well, I'm telling you, we can't start there. We have to start here from all the mistakes that were made before. We have to clean it up. This is the place that we're starting. When we went to Ottawa, that was the start, as far as I'm concerned, on dealing with the pandemic. Because everything before, we have had a hundred years of pandemic response plans and funding for them, and none of them were used. They were all thrown out, and new proxy orders were used. So... Yeah, they were just making this up new laws left, right, and center. You know, one one day uh, exactly. carrying carrying a jerry can is uh, is carrying a jerry can. The next day, it's a crime. So uh, I remember a reporter asked me one time if we were scared about all these new threats of the emergency order. It's like, they've been making up laws this whole time. Every day, there's some new law. Oh, they're gonna come for your kids. They're gonna come for your dog. They're gonna come for your jerry cans. It's like, you know, at some point, we just that, accepted that. The lines have been crossed, and uh, they want to keep doing more and more. Look at Justin Trudeau's post today about um, about um, uh, online identity and stuff. Look right on his page, his page today on Facebook, his post about online identity. And I hate to drive traffic to the to the guy, <laughs> but this is your prime minister. And you have to, whether you like it or not, you have to pay attention to what is going on, what he is posting about. Uh, This is all a playbook from the outside influence of Canada, non-elected people. And just really read what he posted today, because it makes 
a huge difference in all of our lives. And all of these things being pushed in the background, well, all the, all of the, well, Canadians are fighting for their lives and their freedoms and their rights and, and you know, like that what they're pushing in the background is, is ridiculous ridiculous rules and laws we have to fix all of that this is the beginning when when we showed up in ottawa it was the beginning and we're going to start to fix it real soon that's what i want canadians to know that this fight has a lot of great minds behind it in canada that are not politicians because politicians have never trained to do their job they are elected they don't know how to do their job. They have to ask for help from people that have been in the corrupt government for so long to do their job. Yeah, well, and that it is so, part of, part of the issue that yeah, you pointed out there is incompetence because part of part of Trudeau's problem is that I mean he's not he doesn't have the skills uh, necessary to um, to do the job properly, which means that it makes you wonder who's really pulling the strings and 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 what's who's really going on. And, and the same with weak members of parliament is they have to then rely purely on their staff and, uh, and they become simply figureheads and not real elected leadership like they're supposed to be. So yeah, I definitely, I share concerns about that. If it's purely a bunch of bureaucrats running things, then we're not actually having a very good say as a people. You know, the Americans didn't like Trump when he went in, but uh, the thing is, Trump isn't a bred uh, politician like JT was, you know, I, I remember seeing him as a kid and everything. Uh, we're almost the same age. We grew up watching each other. I, I watched question period since I was 16 years old all the time. Of course you all did. The time. <laughs> that doesn't surprise. My, my best friend used to get so annoyed living with me and i always had question period on you know <laughs> it was comical actually yeah no that's i mean it's 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 typical watching you know kids kids usually flip between you know like the uh i don't even know what the teenage shows are but they flip between those shows and then hop on a question period later on you know um I, I was going to say Saved by the yeah, Bell, yeah. but I don't think kids watch Saved by the Bell anymore. I, that shows my age. <laughs> there's, there's a reason. There's a reason why they call it question period, is because there's never any answers given. Yeah, that's a good point. Well said. Yeah. Do you so want to, David? Uh, I, we're we're not done. We're going to do some more. And uh, I, I, I feel better about it every day. I, um, I think the plan of beating this tyrannical uh, force is by peace and is by sh exposing them for what they have done, not for what we as Canadians have not done. You know, them wanting us to... to you know, Pfizer released their documents there yesterday, and there's 2,000 side effects. Yeah, I've seen some highlights on that. Vaccine. And that's exactly what we've been saying the whole time, and people calling me nuts and me this and me that. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, we have to 
fix what has happened now to uh, and and help the people that that just don't see what's going on yet you know yeah and and ultimately i, I mean and, and you would agree that uh yeah there's there's questions here about you know the safety and whatnot but but more importantly for, for me it, it's just about that freedom to choose and if someone can get the information and 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 look that over and make an informed decision for themselves um then if they choose to take it they take it if they choose not to they don't and i mean not too long ago that was just common sense and uh it it's yeah this was never yeah. we never made this a wedge issue we never made this a political issue uh we simply wanted to maintain the freedom that that our nation has always had, and so it, it was um, our government that that made it a wedge issue, made it a political issue. Um, it was not us. It was uh, the, these numbers that uh, JT talks about: ninety percent are vaccinated in Canada, and this and that. But he he ne he always neglects to say that those uh, numbers, all those numbers that he's talking about were gained illegally uh illegally meaning that they there was coercion there was fear there was uh inaccurate information when the government said that the vaccine was totally safe and reliable uh were they privy to these documents that the pfizer just put out uh now that they are privy to them will they will they now say that it is un safe like uh, there is so many problems that are being created for them right now on their information that they've put out that there's enough evidence to start the world courts and um if you see some of my first my very first interview well i i got up on stage on november uh, on uh um january 29th at the freedom rally the very first day on the saturday i i was there two days earlier but i got up on stage and i i mentioned something this video is on my facebook it's nowhere else but i mentioned that canada was going to spark the world courts what i meant by that is there's enough evidence now and further further from since that day of tyranny in our country the most peaceful country on earth, supposedly. So, uh, it's definitely not a fail, and uh, things are going to start happening now. And you have to start opening your eyes and, and taking your eyes off of the, uh, wiping the CBC and CTV A's from your eyes. I, I hope some people that are, uh, nasty towards people that have decided not to be vaccinated and really start to see uh the truth and let's hear some songs from some musicians yeah well there's a great one by uh i know his name is kind of weird but it's uh the conspiracy guru i'm gonna give him a shout out because okay. he on youtube on YouTube, he has a song called Pharma, and you should really, really listen to it. And uh, and there's another song on there that 
Uh, I, I repeatedly listen to it once every couple of weeks, at least, just to keep me reminded. So, yeah. Oh, I'll have to check it out. My uh, my hand is yeah. getting super tired and falling asleep from holding this phone. Um, do you do you have a few more minutes yeah. for a Q and A, or do you want to wrap it up, or how are you how are you doing? No, it, it's totally up to you. I don't know how the phone thing is working on the do camera. Do we do we want to try? Um, <laughs> we can try that other link again because otherwise uh, my hand's gonna fall off my arm here. Um, let's try that once more. If you can stick around for, uh, we'll take some. I've been uh, not able to follow these questions, so we'll grab a few of those. And then uh, maybe we'll wrap it up by five o'clock or so, and uh, then I'll get some yeah. some dinner. Let's see if I can get you onto that other thing. Uh, click the link here when we hang up. Yeah, I'm hoping to uh, get up to Ottawa yet tonight, so got a bit of a drive ahead of me. But uh, let's see if we can get Dana back into the room here. And um, yeah, really. Uh, I mean, I'm glad he, it, it's always interesting to talk to him in, in a long form content. You you really couldn't, can't see the depth of his character and what an interesting man he is um, from just a little clip. So it's uh, it's great to get him on and, uh, you know, have a proper conversation. Let's just make sure I have the right link here for him. Yeah, that looks correct. But uh, someone was asking about the 39 trucks that were towed. Uh, actually, specifically what they were asking is uh, about their licenses. Um, most of the guys did not actually lose their license. There was, there was definitely quite a bit of uh, fake news when it came to that. That There was a few that, uh, that lost their, what's called their CVOR, I believe, which is a, like a commercial license. So it's not that they couldn't drive. They just couldn't drive for for money but but most of them got that back within a week or so um there i can't say for certain that all 39 have it back but most of the guys that i'm in touch with do have it back now and a number of them never lost it in the first place so there was some exaggeration on the uh the part of the government Let's see if uh, we can get him on here again. And uh, yeah, and if you guys didn't get a chance last night, Tyler and Ashley were live on here and uh, gave a kind of great update on, on their relationship. Hoping to get out and visit them soon too. Maybe we can do something together. Going to try to get them on some more. This, uh, Mr. Prossy there, you, you're singing this song. Dave the Shedman wishes we were free. He got arrested for the rights of you and me. You're working on a rap. That's very, <laughs> that's very nice. <laughs> but, um, where are you, Shed? I mean, uh, Honestly, I'm surprised I got him on there at all with them. Um, that's a pretty cool spot he is. I definitely will have to get get myself out there. Um, 
Oh, someone asked me, yeah, a few people have asked that about interviewing Rev and Kevin. Um, he's a bit of a um, unpredictable character, as you can probably imagine. So um, I, I'd love to, and uh, but but no promises there. Uh, depends what mood he's in and what he feels like. So uh, yeah, maybe we can uh, we can try that sometime. But he, um, yeah, he's out running. Uh, last he posted in our group, he's uh, running some cattle around. So he's still out doing his thing. He's trying to get back in here. I don't know why he's having such trouble with this. Well, this was my first test run on this, so um, probably wasn't best to test it with a guy who lives in the bush, but... Uh, bank accounts are not frozen, certainly not for the average um, participant like um, me, but um, they are still frozen for some of the organizers. Um, I've really only been following Tamara's case more closely, so I'm not sure what the other guys, what their situation is. Tamara has been pushed off until Monday uh, for her next hearing. So she is still being held, unfortunately. Maybe I should try to get him to try on his laptop. Let's get him. Yeah, so I like I said uh, that's really the only case I've been following, and uh, and she's oh, he's trying to come back again. Yeah, might not work for us here, but uh, get to the quarters and protest. Yeah, there is a little bit of concern on uh, causing too much of a demonstration, um, you know, at the courthouse. No one wants to jeopardize his safety, or her safety, rather. And um, so I think that'd be a little bit of the... A lot of different YouTubers do stuff like this. Yeah, I know. But I only learned how to stream, like, two weeks ago, so... Forgive me. Are you there, Dana? Yeah, I, uh, I've obviously failed miserably at uh, YouTube. And anyway, we'll, uh, every, uh, every time I get a little better, I'll just call him back on the phone and uh, we can say bye to him. I wouldn't mind um, getting some dinner in. So before I head to Ottawa, let's just see if I can call him in again. And we'll say bye to him. Sorry for that uh, technical difficulties. This is like a throwback to uh, the original Live from the Shed days when it was a complete gong show and I didn't know how to do anything. So 
We're working on it, uh, slowly but surely. I'll just bring him in audio here. brother i just gave up with that i um i'll have to work on my uh my setup here but i think it's because you got dropped and then i might need to make a new link or something and anyway i i'm not gonna do it live because uh yeah, yeah. threw off the people but um well we got i got we got a few minutes now i got back here um any uh any questions for dana there before we sign off or any burning questions we'll see if anyone Jumps on. You can. You you could probably watch the comments now that you're on there. Oh, uh, I can pull it up on my thing here. Oh yeah, you could. Watch. Oh, yeah. History. Someone's wondering if uh, if you're gonna con if you're gonna upload any more of your own content on the YouTube. Well, like I said, I got a hundred hours of uh, head cam footage. I just might be. Oh, I can see you holding your phone now. Yeah, there you are. It's the right idea. So yeah, you should be able to see some comments coming up there, and feel free to chime in. Uh, yeah. Um, do, do, do. Thank you for the informative straight view. Yeah, everyone loves so, uh, everyone loves Peace Guy. I love all of you. This is what. Uh, I, I'm doing this for what we're all doing this for is we love everybody. I've never seen a citizen uh, make a weapon that's used in war before. It's always governments and organizations that do that. We don't want to fight each other. We want to love each other. This is what we have to, this new world order. We should make our own new world order, love and peace. Yeah, well, if, if everyone was willing to just uh, stand out in the cold in front of a truck for days on end holding a peace sign, <laughs> I think the world would be a better place. You're a good man, Dana. I uh, really, uh, really was happy to be able to get to know you and call you a friend, so you're, you're a legend. Well, so are you, Dave. We all work together. We've been thrown, in, we've been thrown into these roles, and... Uh, Sometimes we just have to uh, jump into those roles when they're presented. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not usually the guy out in front, and I don't speak very well. But uh, doesn't make me just because I have gilded letters in front of my name does not make my intelligence any less. No, exactly, and and that's what I was saying while you were off the phone there that. What I like about like a long form interview like this, a discussion is, I mean, if someone just grabs a little soundbite from us, it doesn't really show your character or your intelligence, but for you to be able to actually talk things through and uh, it just shows more who you are. There's uh, someone jumped in here and says that they know you. He worked in Laranje, Saskatchewan up north briefly one summer for Eagle Point Resort. Is, does that sound, it ring a bell at all? Oh yeah, I've met Canadians all over. <laughs> I was sad he left. He was cool with his dog and tent. <laughs> uh, I uh, 
I traveled all over Canada and I've met some amazing people. I've gone to just about every reservation, been invited, uh, spoke and been friends with many, many people from every culture from around the world. Uh, I've never had a problem communicating when it's just one on one. But when you put the government in between two people, then that's where you're going to get problems communicating. Yeah. Mao makes everything more complicated. And I think the power thing is an issue too, where, where when you, when you put one person just in a significant place of power over another, you know, it doesn't lead to good things. And, and that's, yeah, that's why we need the, the, these accountability and police ultimately are, are there to serve the public, uh, not the other way around. And, and that's something we saw twisted very much entirely where, uh, you know, we were beaten down because um, they disagreed with us and it, it became, it became personal and it became one person with power over another person instead of, you know, I understand that the, we all understood the police had a job to do of keeping the peace. And, and honestly, I think you'd probably say too, for, for that whole three weeks, and most of the time they actually did a very good job of that. They, you know, people didn't have issue with it until Trudeau decided to um, come in all guns a blazing and, and start beating people, uh, which was just well, totally you know, uncalled for. I stood there for 25 days and I was interviewed by international news uh, from New York to uh, Seattle Times to uh, uh, China, CCTV, uh, Australia, I, everybody. I was interviewed by many, many. But you know who didn't interview me? Canadian media on video. They did speak to me the very first day on the 28th, actually, and they printed that. If you Google my name, you'll see that uh, I said to everybody on the very first day that this is a love-in. And uh, it's like we're in the 70s fighting for our freedoms again. And it says, Dana Lee says he's from the bush. And, and funny things like this. Anyways, uh, an hour after I did that interview, uh, this uh, reporter comes up to me and says, I'm from the Canadian press. We've decided out of all the comments, we're going to highlight yours. It'll be in the newspaper tomorrow. And I said to her, where? What newspaper? She said, everywhere. Because the Canadian press is all your small town newspapers all over the country. And uh, so um, you can see that there was no change in my progression. I said what I said at the beginning. I said I wouldn't leave, and I did all of that. Yeah. No, and, and that was, I mean, that was the message right across the board is that uh, we were here until you know, something, something changes and, um, and we're, we come in peace. And that was the message from well, the beginning. Nothing like changed. One, uh, I would like to say one other thing. Supposedly, uh, March 1st, Ontario dropped its, uh, QR code and, uh, vaccination status to eat in a restaurant and, and many other places. Uh, but on help Ontario's website, it says clearly 
uh, it gives legal advice to businesses that if they want to continue using the QR code and the vaccination status, it is up to the business. Well, this is a very wrong move on our government's part, giving legal advice directly on the health health page of Ontario. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that too, and it really disturbed me. Of like, and, and that's. I mean, people often ask why we're still doing this. Well, because that demonstrates that that nothing has changed. Because it's not just that this needs to end. It, it needs. It was wrong, and it is wrong, and there, it can never happen again. You cannot deny people access to public buildings, deny them access to family events, to children's events, fire them from their jobs because of a personal medical decision that should be between them, their family, and their doctor. It, it's it's insanity, and uh, and you know we're it's like the frog that was you know slowly boiled, and and our country was just was putting up with it and and thankfully now more and more people are jumping out of the boiling pot as it were but but more people need to wake up to that well they say that uh, you know this uh emergency pandemic that we have going on barely meets the protocol to be called a pandemic in the first place now if everybody in the world has contracted it and we only have three million deaths that's like uh, 0.0003% death rate. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's so minute from regular colds and, and other things that you can, you can start to see that it's not as, you know, by rights, the, by the government's information, I should be dead today. After the thousands of people that I hugged, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And it, isn't it odd that that never came up anywhere? Because it, you know, if there was even, you know, a little bump in the numbers, you know, five percent, exactly. they would have been isn't all it over it. That's all we would have heard isn't, about. Isn't yeah. it odd that there yeah. was no spike? No. no, nothing. And most of the people there weren't vaccinated, right? Like that, the vast majority of people I talked to, you know, not everyone. There were vaccinated people, of course, but but the yeah. majority were unvaccinated. And then you're all hugging and, and sharing food and drinks and, and dancing. <laughs> and all, all those illegal things like dancing. And, uh, yeah, and bouncy castles. Sketchy. I think we should start putting bouncy castles on every one of our front lawns now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, that, that, oh, that would be a good troll. I like that. The, uh, apparently, I got word that one of the plans for Family Day weekend was someone had uh, rented like 100 bouncy castles and wanted to set them up on Parliament Hill, but uh, never got the chance given how the weekend went down. But that would have been amazing. It's a shame we didn't get them up before the police raid, because how funny would the images of 100 bouncy castles getting deflated by police be on Parliament Hill? I, I'm, uh, I, I'm not allowed to go in a large area of Ottawa. Oh, right. Yeah, right yeah. Because you'd be, yeah, you're restricted out of the, yeah, that's, Imagine so you, you can't that. come to the I'm, march? I'm not allowed to go to my parliament. I'm not allowed to go to the uh, DOJ, which I have business with them, by the way. Uh, my uh, access to information requests are not being done properly. And, uh, you know, if we can prove that the first two mandates that set everything off, one travel, one uh, uh, federal employees, 
if those two mandates were illegally done in the first place because they can't show any i have asked for these files by the way long ago long before the convoy uh i did several requests and several bouts of clarification and they still have not produced the paperwork at one time they were telling me it was 400,000 pages and it would take 1875 days to get me that information that is five years folks before they want to release whether it was legal or not so anyways they put an extension on it and i beat that extension and had it removed which i don't know has ever happened in canadian history but uh it has with me i have all the proof there's a there's a comment here i just want to comment on that i think uh someone says um, and I think it's a valid point. As much as I support the freedom movement, the attacking people for having different views than us has to stop. Or we are hypocrites. We can't say freedom to choose, then attack those who choose differently than us. It takes power away from what we're trying to achieve. If we want... Uh, sorry, i got to scroll down here. If we want the right to choose, we must allow everyone the same. And uh, I, yeah. I, hope, I hope she's not referring to something that uh, we said. And, and I... Understandably, no, because that that is exactly right. That's yeah. why I said we can't go back to the beginning and change history when the pandemic started, and that's why it starts now. It starts now with the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa to show the world that we can get along and make changes to what they have done to our country and what they're doing to so many other countries. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a valid point, and I thank her for making that. And just a reminder, I mean, it's something I have tried hard to do. It's, it's, it's difficult sometimes when you're faced with, um, you, you know, like the other day, some of us went to a Tim Hortons and were just, like, very, you know, rudely and aggressively confronted. And, um, and, and it's hard to, you know, hold your tongue. But, uh, you know, the, the, I think the overwhelming just, like, joy and positivity and support of, like, everyone there has, like, just made me a happier person. Because, like, I, it, it like, there was this little bit in the back of my mind. I was like, this is annoying that you're still making a deal with this. But the other side was like, you know what? Going to show her love and uh, and peace. I'm not going to get upset about this. And then I said, okay, I'll, I'll go use the drive through So we got out. We got in the car and we did the drive through because they weren't comfortable yeah. with us being there without masks. And yeah, I, I again, and I've said it a number of times, um, you know, I hope that message communicated that I'm not angry at these individual people, maybe in the moment sometimes, so like full disclosure. Yes, in the moment I can get angry sometimes, but but oh, it's like my anger is against the government and the media that has created this fear, um, this fear to just be with your fellow Canadians. And, uh, and that's where my anger lies, not in the individuals, who have succumbed yeah. to some of that fear, but but in the people who are pushing I, that I fear. I do want to do a little shout out to Felipe. You are absolutely correct. Jesse Ventura is not a stupid man. He's a very intelligent man. Who's that? Jesse Ventura. Anyways, the guy is very, very smart. And uh, though his outright views may not be looked at uh, very well, uh, he's a very smart man, and I wouldn't negate anything he said. Hmm. See any other comments that you'd like to? Uh, yeah, to? Uh, Russell Brandt, I'm not sure about yet. 
it's just too good to be true sometimes. Has he been supportive of the convoy? I, I haven't. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's been so good, like, on all of this stuff. I, even all during uh, COVID, uh, I did watch a lot of his stuff because I was thinking the same thing, controlled opposition, wanting to be friends with the people and stuff. But he has carried it on uh, very well and very uh, in their face. Uh, sometimes I wonder why he's not kicked like other people are, but uh, it's his numbers mm. that keep him alive. So yes, yeah. Um, and I, well, I, I would have thought. Um, I don't know. I don't believe he's controlled opposition. I just believe um, he is one of he. He's a person just like us. He was thrown into that role. If you look before this, his stuff wasn't watched that much. He he, I watched his numbers grow over the last two years. Mm. Well, and I think he probably sometimes you see these people get a little bit more slack because, I mean, I would have uh, I haven't watched a lot of his stuff, although I've seen some and it's very funny. I but it, it would certainly be more on the like liberal spectrum. I would have thought um, politically. And that maybe protected. It's not like he was known as a, a conservative comedian or something like that. It, and from from my knowledge of him, so maybe that shielded him a little bit. And but then obviously, uh, someone's mentioning that that they are trying to cancel him now. So maybe he's facing more pressure now. Uh, I've honestly felt so out of touch with like so much was happening around us for the last like month, especially that I I mean I never even. I never watched half the videos that 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 you and like our other friends made, and like I. It just, I, I have a hard time even getting through the comments on our videos because it's just like so much yeah, is happening. I want to say something about the comments, actually. Can yeah. we keep it? Can we keep it to Canada? Because that's where our focus has to remain. Not about all of uh, all of these uh, other people around the world. We have to focus on fixing uh, Canada from the mistakes that have been made over the last two years. Uh, by doing that and by fixing Canada, it's going to help the rest of the world. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. Um, you're you're getting above my uh, my YouTube knowledge, but uh, that that's an interesting thought. How um, I don't I don't think you can do that. But uh, the I'm learning new things all the time. Hey, I I was so happy with us doing our two screen thing. I thought I had really made it in the YouTube world. Uh, wait, wait. Yes, it is a global fight, uh, yeah. T. Norman, but the global fight starts at your home. So, yes, we started it. We got the world moving on this peaceful type demonstration with trucks uh, and everybody else. Uh, truck drivers had the balls to go and sit there and put their property up for, for uh, in danger. But uh, right from the beginning, it wasn't just truck drivers. It was all the Canadians that stood on the bridges. If mm. there was nobody there, it wouldn't have been anything. But they, all of you were out there. It, it, and it starts at home. We have to change the mistakes that were made in Canada to show the world it can be done legally and peacefully. Yeah. No, it, it was yeah an incredible movement of people. And someone quoted Jordan Peterson there of, you know, uh, something along the lines of get, get your house in order before you take on the world sort of thing. And, uh, and yeah, and, and that's what we're trying to do here in Canada is to, um, 
you know, get this house in order because our, Trudeau and, and others like him do all this great messaging of we're going to fix this famine, we're going to help with that, we're going to save, stop them from this war, and and then uh, while, while things are, you know, major issues right here at home, I mean, something that's been brought up many times during the convoy is uh, is complete failure to to fix some basic issues like in our own country, like the water supply to native communities. And, and these things that, you know, maybe before you go solve and the world's energy issues, maybe we start by getting water to every Canadian, you know, just an idea. So it's, let's, uh, and I think that's a great quote that, that they dropped there from Peterson of let, let's get this house in order. And, and by all means, if the world, you know, wants to tune in and watch, and it's been great to see that support from UK and from, um, from the us and i mean i'm i'm half british myself actually so shout out to the uk um but um yeah it's uh it's well, definitely it, I, I don't Canada. think these governments realize that there was a there was a line uh that the people would just once it was crossed the people would start to stand up and uh even in event 201 uh the outcome the outcomes were different than what's actually happening right now. Uh, so their their little computer game that they were playing is absolutely wrong because we are going to stand up, but we're going to stand up in peace and we're going to do it legally mm -hmm. and we're going to expose uh, these tyrannical rulers that th think they speak for all of us. Yeah, the uh, just looking through the comments here again. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> well, well, the media. You see, the media. There's there's lots of times. Actually, the that first uh, time I went up on stage, another thing I said was, "We are now the media." Right. And th this is becoming more true and true every day because all of our videos are going to be used in the court cases against these corrupt, illegal governments. Uh, their actions are not the will of the people. So the will of the people is going to be shown. Uh, it, like I said, if I have to come to every one of your houses and get your signature, I'm going to do that. And uh, I, I don't care anymore. I, I will give up my life here to start advocating because of what has happened to me in the past and why I want to continue. It, it, this is ridiculous. We can't let this go on anymore. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, enough is enough. And uh, it's so it's so encouraging to see that momentum building. You know, many of us felt really alone in this fight. I, I mean, I was I was mad about this two years ago when it, when it all began and I, cause I feared where this could go. And the thought that the government could with the stroke of a pen shut down a business because you know, they're because they decided so um, for no really better reason than that is uh, I didn't know that was possible. It was, a, and then that was just the beginning. I mean, I was shocked at that stage that they could even shut down a business for two weeks, let alone months let alone fire people. It just like kept escalating. Well, and I was like, they, how is this allowed? It's insane. When they started telling us what we should say to each other, 
uh, and not to talk about the certain things and stuff like that, that is just wrong. I, I should be able to talk to my friends civilly, whether you agree or disagree. Exactly. And I've done it with people. I've given advice to major companies all over this freaking place. And uh, why was my advice good when you paid for it? But my advice is no more good now because of COVID, because it may be controversial. Uh, no, we need to learn, you know, deception is the new truth. We need to get back to truth in our conversations with each other. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that, that's the core of, uh, of multiculturalism and about these values that, that used to be front and center of what it meant to be Canadian is, is to be different and yet uh, be able to live in peace and uh, harmony with each other and have different views. And that's what freedom is all about. And uh, now all of a sudden it's, uh, you're a bad person if you have a different viewpoint on this and, and that's just wrong. And, and that's not how, that's not how freedom works. And that's not how um, a, a Western uh, free society, it can't function that way that, because this is a place where you're, you're free to be you. And uh, that's something that uh, we used to, we all knew not too long ago. Uh, there's a comment I just want to mention here, speaking of different opinions, uh, or this person is asking, um, so do you want to overthrow the government? Is that what you're all saying? Um, no, we're going to fix our government. Exactly. And that's what I was saying earlier about part of a, a healthy democracy is the ability to peaceful protest and, and freedom of speech. And, and that is that is what we're doing and we will continue to do. Uh, until either the mandates are dropped or uh, or or Trudeau resigns. Well, even if he resigns, it it doesn't help if there's another uh, uh, illegitimate right. leader or, or just or pushes these the illegal laws agenda. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I should I should add to that as I had before that assurances that they will not happen again, because these are not things that can be used sometimes. For whenever they declare an emergency, these are things that can never happen to the citizens again. We can never fire people again for health choices. We can never deny people access to their kids' freaking hockey games. Like, disgusting. And that can never happen again. So, yeah, that uh, we're not trying to overthrow the government. Um, we're trying to peacefully resist and, uh, and, and peacefully protest until um, our voices are overwhelming and change has to happen because at the end of the day these guys care about their jobs too and uh yeah and I, I gotta give it up to the americans they are really really um stepping up uh honestly my views of americans have not been so nice in the past uh because of an incident i had while i was in the u.s <laughs> I was at, I'll tell it quickly, I was at a Cracker Barrel one morning eating with my girlfriend as we were going to Disney World, and uh, all of a sudden I got smacked in the back of the head and I turned around and it's this great big guy and the butt of his gun hit me in the head and I stood up and I said, what do you need a gun to eat breakfast for? And I got kicked out of the Cracker Barrel. They didn't even make me pay for my meal or anything. They just kicked me out because I asked the guy what he needed a gun to eat breakfast for. Well, at least you got a free breakfast. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
But anyways, but yeah, I they, don't they, see that. Yeah, I've no, traveled I... all of Canada, and the only time you ever see a gun is if you're going into a hunting party or if an officer walks by you, which is very seldom. Yeah, it's certainly uh, it's 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 a bit of a culture shock for for us when uh, when we're down there. It's a lot different, but I, I do love the the um, the unity that this has created. I mean, I've, men oh, yes. I've mentioned before. There's nothing that brought tears to my eyes more than seeing like flags, like our flag, waved in countries all over the world, and it, like in America especially. You know, we're, usually we're the ones like you know sort of well patriotic guys like me are a little envious of you know the, how they uh, really celebrate their country and all of a sudden to see them like mimicking our celebration is uh, is something i've never seen before so and then you know yeah, other countries no. all over the world so uh pretty That's the whole thing is is we can't do it without all of you watchers and people getting involved we really cannot do it without you so spread the word have civil conversations with the people that doubt have civil conversations with your neighbors your family your friends explain listen i want to have a civil conversation about this let's not get angry let's have a cup of coffee maybe put a little baileys in it and let's just sit and talk yeah. you know try and do it just try because you know we used to do it before Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, we're, we're we're at two hours here, and uh, I'm I'm wow. hoping I'm hoping to get up to uh, to Ottawa yet tonight. But uh, I uh, man, I I really I really appreciate you, love you, brother, and uh, the you're such a fascinating man, and I I love for the world to to see more of uh, you. You're just full of stories, you know. Somewhere along the way here, I need to pair you up with a good author, and you need to write down your your whole story. It sounds like I'm only scratching the surface of uh, every everything that you've gone through. <laughs> you know, and you know what we need to do sometime is we should. Uh, have I told you I do a lot of backpacking? That we'll have to have a whole. We'll just do a podcast on travel sometime. But I've been to I think 26 countries now through the years. Um, different. I was actually I was in New Zealand when this all first went down and. Um, but traveled around Europe and South America and uh, wherever I lose track of my uh, oh the Mex I love Mexico um, but in uh, Israel and um, Jordan and anyway but sometime uh, yeah maybe we'll have to do just swap our travel stories people might enjoy that but you know and then uh, when, when we're allowed to travel again we should uh, celebrate by going and doing a sick backpacking trip somewhere what do you say? <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be into that, brother. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I I miss I, don't, I miss I don't getting do on the road. Though. Oh, that's fine. The uh, we we can yeah, uh, we do real bush <laughs> we do we we do real bushwhacking here. Oh, I I love it, man. I did in New Zealand. I did like five day trip down a big river there, which was which was it, really cool. I mean, it wasn't as um they had these little cabins along the way, right? That uh, so I didn't have to bushwhack, but uh, I. I, I'd, I'd attempt to go toe to toe with you in, in the bush. At least you'd have to teach me a few things, but I would try. I'd, I'd be up no, for the I'm challenge. I'm sure you'd be fine. You sound <laughs> like you're perfectly capable. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, brother. But uh, love seeing your spot there. And if you guys are just tuning in now, go back to early in video. I had him on video before my app screwed up, and uh, you'll get a little tour of his home and his property and beautiful spot he's got there. And um, and he'll also, sh he, he told the whole story of how his arrest uh, went down. So if you're interested in that, 
um, you can go back and listen that all through. But uh, yeah, always just a pleasure to talk with you ever since the first time I, I met your man. And it's great to catch up again. Absolutely, Dave. I love your brother too. And uh, we're not done yet. No, no. We'll big, plan, big plans on the way. Stay tuned, people. Yeah, yeah. We'll be in touch, brother. See you, man. Okay, see you later, buddy. Bye. Okay, folks. Uh, yeah, that was Dana Lee, the peace guy. Uh, just, just a, just a legend. That man, such an interesting person. And uh, hope you guys really got a taste of what a fascinating individual he is. And I'm quite serious that I, I think I'll try to pair him up with a, with an author because uh, those his stories need to be written down. It sounds like there's many more, many more out there. So. Um, thanks for tuning in guys, uh, hoping to make it to Ottawa here at some point tonight and, uh, maybe catch you some footage tomorrow of the March on Parliament. Uh, Lord willing, I will not be arrested this time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it'll be great to see people out waving the flags and, uh, and seeing some people in Ottawa again. So, um, good night folks and, uh, yeah, enjoy your dinner and yeah, tune in to, I think it's at six or seven that, uh, Viva Frey is popping on with, uh, someone from Give, Send, Go, which should be really interesting um really interesting uh, talk and maybe i'll plug that into my car and listen to that on my way up but so tune into him great guy and uh, he's the guy who actually got me my first first thousand subs he he shouted out our channel and uh, got us going so great man so take care have a good night and we'll see you soon <laughs>